How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Clips or Die podcast. I'm your host, Brian Dirty Sanchito, and man, I'm happy to have you guys here with me today. Today, we're going to be talking about the Clippers versus Suns game and how the Clippers actually fell to the Phoenix Suns 112 to 95. Uh, so I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, first off, I'm going to start out by saying that this was actually my first ever home opener for the Clippers. Uh, it, you know, it's something really exciting as a Clipper fan to be able to be to the first ever home game of the season. And I actually had the opportunity to do so. My fiance actually surprised me with tickets and uh, I was super, super excited to go there. And knowing that we were going to be playing a really good team, uh, I was hoping that it was going to be a good and close game. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, what I did see was a lot of sloppy basketball and a team that really didn't look cohesive and um, didn't look like they were playing together too well. So um, let's talk about it. Um, should we be worried right now? Um, so I'll tell you guys my opinion. I'll tell, talk to you guys a little bit about the game, what the atmosphere was like. Uh, so first and foremost, I just want to start out by saying um, it was really cool. You know, when we got there, we um, actually sat in section 114. Um, it was cool to see that the, um, the chairs had the t-shirts, um, that were on there, the t-shirts that say give no quarter. Unfortunately, the Clippers started out their home, home game with, uh, giving out four of those quarters. Um, but you know, that's a motto. I, I, I don't know what Clippers, uh, marketing, you know, comes up with these sayings, but I don't think we, we necessarily come up with the best, uh, marketing strategy when it comes to some of these things, but, um. You know, it's kind of a ironic way to start out the season by, you know, having your slogan be give no quarters and proceeding to give four of them. Uh, but overall, let's just get started with how the game, you know, actually started on its own. So the game itself actually started uh, by the by the Phoenix Suns just started off on a run, uh, which led to Tyloo having to take a quick time out. Um, the person that led that run primarily was Devin Booker. And Devin Booker is one of those guys that I just hate, but you kind of have to just be honest and just, he's a good basketball player. At the end of the day, he's a really good basketball player. And as much as I hate, um, hate him as a player, um, you know, whenever you're facing him, you have to respect the fact that he might go off and um, you got to play well to compensate for that. And the Clippers did not do that. Um, so, like I said, the Clippers uh, had to take an early timeout, and you thought that with that early timeout, they would be able to clean stuff up. But, you know, that first quarter really set the tone for the whole game, and the Clippers just really struggled, really, really struggled the whole game. And um, there was, uh, you know, they, they trailed the whole game. They did get, uh, I believe it was at the end of the third quarter, they managed to get it to 10 points. Um, but... You know, I, I was really excited. I thought maybe they can come back for it. Maybe this is when they're going to do the make their run. But it felt like every time the Clippers try to go on a run and try to close that deficit, the Phoenix Suns would answer back with some shot that just would deflate any sense of momentum that Clippers had going on. Along with just not playing as a team, the Clippers just all together, I feel like are resulting to a lot of ISO ball. Um, they're not really moving the ball. And in reality, you know, I think we can all agree that Clippers play best and look their best when they're moving the ball really well and they're creating good looks for one another. Um, and, you know, that's something that really was lacking in this game. And uh, I feel like just in, in the last three games in general, 
that's something that the Clippers need to do better in. Um, rebounding, to me, was absolutely terrible. The rebounding was just very low effort. There was um, there was one point in the game, I'm trying to think, it was, I believe, third or fourth quarter, where the, the Phoenix Suns um, were able to get, um, I believe, two uh, or three offensive uh, rebounds in uh, one possession, and it was just really bad. Um, overall, the rebounds are really hurting us, and to me, this is it's possible that this is something that if we don't get better at this, um, that's going to be very concerning because this seems to be um, like a broken record um, in the last, you know, even going back to last year, um, that Clippers need to get better at rebounding. And when we consider that our only, um, you know, true center is Zubak, um, you know, that's kind of scary. Um, especially considering the fact that we didn't really look too great when we went small and Zubak overall, I believe he only played like what, um, 12 minutes, I believe. Um, actually he played 21 minutes, so not too bad. Um, but you know, when we went, when we go small, uh, we haven't been looking too good and our shots just really haven't been falling. So, um, definitely some opportunities there. Um, I don't, I, I don't really know. I mean, it's only the first three games. So there's definitely opportunity, um, and and you know I'm not really too worried right now. Um, I'd say give it give us at least like the first ten games to start looking better, um, and for our performance to be a little bit better. The team, you know, getting more comfortable with playing with one another. Um, so that's going to take a little bit of time. We can't expect that you know to happen overnight, considering the fact that you know Kawhi was out all of last year. Um, Paul George was out for a little bit of, of last year as well. And so they haven't really played together um, either. Um, team really just needs to make adjustments. And, you know, I'm confident that they will. But based off of the last three games, they just haven't looked the best. Um, with that being said, uh, I know I briefly mentioned Kawhi. Um, but Kawhi, I know that he's coming off of the bench due to um, his minutes restriction and coming back from, you know, his injury. Um, but I think that that has been a little bit detrimental to the team, uh, to the flow of the team uh, when Kawhi comes off of the bench. Uh, I'm not sure why, but I, I just feel like, um, you know, not necessarily this Suns game, but in the previous game um, where they played against, um, actually, when the previous game he played against the Lakers, um, I felt like when Kawhi did come in, um, before he came in, we were moving the ball really, really well. And then when Kawhi came in, uh, he did get his first two buckets, but then um, I feel like the team kind of relied too much on him and it kind of uh, created a little bit more of isolation play that I kind of was referring to a little bit ago. Um, so with that being said, I'm not sure if um, Kawhi coming off the bench is ideal for this team, but um, you know I think that's just something we're going to have to live with for you know a couple more games at least. Uh, I'm thinking it won't be up until game 10, uh, maybe even game 15 of the season where maybe we start to see uh, Kawhi starting again. Um, but um, I'm really hoping that once he does start, that maybe um, by that time the, the team will be having a little bit better chemistry uh, and we'll be playing better together. Um, so let's just hope for that. Uh, but overall, uh, it's, you know, the team's just effort cohesiveness, they were super sloppy, weren't playing together very well. 
the crowd was getting super frustrated. I felt like with them, um, you know, there were points where, you know, the crowd was just really having a hard time to just even, you know, the energy, the energy to, to cheer them on and to keep, keep, keep them motivated to get playing. Well, um, just it was really hard for the for the crowd to to stay motivated and to stay positive. Um, there was a couple moments where the crowd got really really energized, and usually it was when the Clippers started to kind of show a little bit of sign of maybe we can get back into it. I'm telling you, especially you know towards the end of that third quarter where we got it to within ten, the crowd was super hyped. Um, but um, you know the Clippers, you know they couldn't close that gap, unfortunately. Um, one other thing that I do want to mention is the refereeing was absolutely terrible uh, towards the Clippers this game. Um, I just don't know what it is with refs and the Clippers, but it just seems like the Clippers cannot get any good luck at all when it comes to refing. Um, there was a couple offensive fouls uh, called against uh, Luke Kennard, I believe. The first one was very questionable, very iffy. Um, the second one, I think, was a little bit more warranted. Um, towards Luke, but you could definitely see the Clippers were just frustrated. Um, and I don't know, I, I think a big part of that just really has to do with the shots not going in. The Phoenix teams are, uh, I'm sorry, the Phoenix Suns are a very good team. Um, and, you know, the Clippers definitely, I, th I think this is going to show them that, you know, you really got to be, you know, you got to be playing 10 out of 10. You got to be on it especially when you're going to be playing against these high-tier teams like the Phoenix Suns, the Warriors, uh, the Nuggets. Um, you know, the Western Conference is loaded this year, and if we want to have a real solid chance at, at making a title run, we definitely got to tighten up, um, and the Clippers have to play their heart out so that we can secure that one or two seed because I think that's going to be our best shot at getting to the finals and winning a championship. So. We're just going to have to see how it goes and see how the team continues to play and hopefully they continue to improve. Um, I, I'm fairly positive. You know, it's only the first three games. I don't think we have to hit the panic button yet. Um, but let me know what you guys think uh, in the comments below. Let me know how you guys are feeling about the team, what your thoughts and your opinions are of what you've seen so far. Uh, let's talk about some standout players. So um, let's go ahead and start out with what I like. So what I liked was um, John Wall. John Wall, I think, played great. I think he's a great asset to this team. And um, honestly, it's only the third game so far back. Uh, but I'm kind of, you know, I used to be on the opinion that we should start Reggie and continue to start Reggie. But as, as of now, so far from what I've seen, I'm kind of leaning towards John Wall needs to start for this team. I think that John Wall would be great as a starter for this team just based off of what we've seen so far from his play compared to Reggie. Reggie, as much as I love him, he just has not played his heart out. Um, he has not played as well as we've seen, and we know that he's capable of doing. Uh, so with that being said, uh, John Wall has been the exact opposite. Um, John Wall played a total 21 minutes, 17 points, 4 assists, 7 of 12 from uh, seven of twelve shooting, 2 of 4 from the 3-point line. Um, overall, um, I think he did a great job and I think that we should strongly consider him for that starting role. If there's one other thing that I would have to critique about John Wall, 
is um, I think that he needs to work on his free throws. Um, as far as his free throw percentage goes, he was one of five. So, I mean, there's definitely an opportunity there uh, when it comes to John Wall and his uh, free throws. Other than that, I think that he's been having a very positive impact when he does play. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I say John Wall for starter at this point. Uh, one of the one other player that um, I think really stood out to me was Marcus Morris Sr. Now, Marcus Morris Sr., he scored a total of 22 points in 31 minutes played, 5 rebounds, 10 of 14 uh, shooting, 2 of 5 from the three-point line. Um, so to me, one thing about Marcus Morris Sr. is that it felt like he was one of the players, along with John Wall, that really trying to keep us in this game. Uh, without Marcus Morris, I don't think that we would have really set a chance at maybe having that little push of momentum that kept us and helped to get us within 10 points. Um, but uh, based off of his performance so far, I think that Marcus Morris has been great. Um, he has a great capability of creating his own shot, which I think has really helped us out uh, in the long run. So overall, I, I would say Marcus Morris did really good. Um, I think that the hate towards Marcus Morris needs to kind of chill chill out a little bit because um, so far I think that he's proven proven that he's uh, worthy of, uh, you know, uh, staying on this team, um, and he's been great. And so we know with that loss, you know, it can be a little bit disheartening, especially with, with the home opener, uh, with it being the home opener, you know, for me, I was super excited. I had never been a home opener before. So we went home a little bit disappointed, but uh, we were actually, you know, I had fun. I had a good time. Uh, actually pretty, pretty exciting. One of my, uh, one of my boys actually got a t-shirt thrown up to him by Jerry West himself, the logo. Uh, so that was a pretty cool experience. And uh, we, ha we all had a good time. A little bit disappointed to see them lose, but hey, what can you do? At the end of the day, uh, Phoenix Suns just played better. But with that being said, let's try to, you know, change it into a more positive tone. So the Clippers do have a couple of upcoming games this week. Um, they're going to be playing, uh, you know, a little mini series against OKC. Uh, first game starting on Tuesday. Um, you're, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this on the day that um, the Clippers will be playing OKC, or at least the first game. And so uh, per Tomer uh, on Twitter, um, it looks like Paul George is not going to be playing due to illness, non-COVID related, and Marcus Morris is going to be out due to personal reasons. Um, I'm thinking this is probably going to be due to the passing of his father, uh, which, uh, if so, you know, uh, prayers to his family and condolences to them. Um, it's hard to lose a loved one. And um, just to put that out there, um, I believe that on the day that uh, Marcus Morris's father actually passed, he was falling out as well. Um, so I would say condolences to, to Mook and his family, and we hope to have him back soon. Uh, but we are playing against OKC, so I don't think we really have too much to worry about. And this is going to be an opportunity, especially since we're playing them for two games, for the Clippers to get some stuff together um, and to get a little bit more team chemistry built. Um, Shea... Uh, SGA, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to be out. Josh Giddy is going to be out. And of course, uh, Chet Holmgren is out too. So um, we, we don't really have to, I think, worry about playing too tough of a team um, against OKC, these games on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, so I'm really hoping that this will be uh, 
opportunity for the Clippers to switch up and change the momentum. Uh, so hopefully we can take these two games and uh, upgrade our record to 4-1. Uh, from there, we won't be playing uh, until Sunday after Thursday's game, and that's going to be against New Orleans Pelicans, and that's going to be a home game. So uh, I'm excited for that game. New Orleans Pelicans have looked really good. Um, they've given us a hard time. I think they, they beat us every game last year, um, along with losing to them in the play-in. So um, I think it'll be a good game. I think uh, New Orleans Pelicans have definitely shown um, that they've gotten better. They've improved, um, especially with Zion. Uh, you know, Brandon Ingram's been doing well. They have CJ McCollum now. Um, so overall, um, I am a little bit worried about this game, considering that Clippers haven't played too well in the last uh, couple years when it comes to the New Orleans Pelicans. But, you know, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that we have at least an opportunity of going uh, two, uh, two and one in the next three games, uh, if not three and three. Hopefully that would be awesome. Um, so we'll just have to see how it goes. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, are we going to win these next three games this week? Or uh, what games do you think we're going to lose? Uh, let me know in your comments below. And that's going to do it for our podcast today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate the support so far. Uh, please feel free to leave any feedback um, that you guys may have for me. You know, like I said, I'm still new to this. Uh, I really want to make sure I'm providing the best podcast possible. Uh, for you guys to uh, listen to. So if you have any feedback at all, anything constructive that you would like to add, please let me know uh, so that I can continue to get better and provide better content for you guys. Uh, but other than that, thank you again for all your support. And uh, go Clippers, and I hope to see you guys in the next one. Peace.